Hey guys, what's up? This is Vaughn Kohler and you're listening to the MFCEO Project. Remember those public service announcements you heard when you were little? They were done by Bill Cosby or Big Bird. They said, knowledge is power. Well, according to Andy Frisella, the MFCEO, knowledge is not power. That's what we talk about on today's podcast. Hey guys, what's up? You're listening to the MF CEO Project. I'm Andy and I am the motherfucking CEO. If this is your first time listening, welcome. Um, we're going to say some bad words. Cover your delicate ears. Hide your children. Hide your family. Hide your Bible. Isn't that right? Pastor of disaster. There are a couple of bad words in the Bible. There are? Yeah. What are they? Poop? Uh, well, in Philippians, St. Paul uses the word skubalos, which is the Greek equivalent of... Shit. Yeah. So I was right. Poop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you guys don't know, I'm a CEO of multiple companies. Vaughn is an ex-pastor, currently a writer, content provider, jack of many trades, and a handsome fella. Yeah. And we're going to bring you the heat today. We are. What's the question of the day, man? Or the statement of the day? Well, I don't know, but I, uh, I read a great article the other day about uh, the most successful athletes these days are the most authentic. And I thought of you. There were they were drawing a distinction between Peyton Manning, who they accused of not being the person he portrays in the media. I, I don't know if that's true or not. And then on the opposite end of the spectrum, the person that they identified as really down to earth and who she was, completely unpolished, whatever, was Ronda Rousey. I don't know enough about her, but evidently they were saying that that's what people crave. You know, I, I mean, <laughs> people do crave that, first of all. Second of all, you know, I could see where being authentic with who you are and being comfortable with who you are and not having to spend energy developing multiple personas would be beneficial to someone's athletic career because, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times you're training in front of groups. You know, when you're totally comfortable with who you are, you're going to train the same way whether you train by yourself. You know, we all get that feeling where we're training or doing something or working out and people are watching and we feel silly because everybody's watching. I mean, I could see where there's multiple angles of, of just being authentic and how it helps you practice sharpening your skills, you know, to be who it is that you are. Yeah. Um, you know, most people are so <clears throat> in question of who they are or inauthentic, not, not maliciously, but just because society has beat them down to, you know, a point where they won't let people see who they really are mm-hmm. to where they won't practice or be or do the things that they know they should do that to get them where they want to go. And ultimately they don't go where they want to go because of that. Yeah. So I think being authentic is more than just being attractive, you know, in terms of like developing an audience or, or f- having, you know, fans or whatever. I think it's has to do. There's a lot of, of things that authenticity creates naturally that help you be successful you know for example like if you're a guy who wants to you know become more successful and you start you know reading about people who are successful and talking about success and becoming a student of success people are going to look at you and be like you're fucking weird man you know and they're gonna they're gonna start judging you on that and they're gonna think that you've turned into somebody else when in reality all you're doing is letting out who you really are it's not that you've 
become someone else mm-hmm. is that you have always been someone else and you're letting that out. Right. But, you know, a lot of people won't do that shit. They won't even do the minimal shit because they feel funny reading a self-improvement book or they feel funny going to a Tony Robbins seminar or they feel fu- You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They feel like they're going to get criticized for even that. They feel like they're going to get, you know, criticized for sticking to a diet on Friday and Saturday night, or they're going to get criticized for working Friday and Saturday night instead of going out with their friends. And so they don't. Right. And they choose the path that offers them the least amount of criticism, and then they end up where everybody else ends up. Mm-hmm. So being authentic with yourself is more than just saying, you know, like like people normally think, hey, you know, Andy's authentic because he curses and he is who he is. No, that's not what I'm talking about. That's not authenticity. Is that part of authenticity? Sure, it is. But the 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 bigger part of authenticity is being comfortable enough with yourself to do the things that you need to do to be where you want to be. And most people just aren't that comfortable to do those things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, you know, when you think about authentic, it, it's more than just like, I'm, I don't care what people think. I mean, do we all care what people think? Right. You know, I care what people think, but I don't care enough about what people think to stop me from doing what I know needs to be done for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You were talking about when you start committing to personal development, people are going to raise their eyebrows and they're going to, you know, level different accusations against you. And I, th- I think the, mo- the longer I live, the more I realize that criticism is not necessarily a sign that you're doing something wrong. No, Criti- it's a sign you're doing something right. Yeah, very often it's yes. a sign you're doing something right because I think it's inherent in losers to look at people who are excelling and to criticize them. Oh, yeah. So You're not going to pick apart an average person. Yeah. Then you're just being a bully. Right. Right. If you pick apart somebody who's trying to build something for themselves or who has built something for themselves or has some momentum going, then, you know, it's, oh, yeah, it's okay to pick that person apart because they've got this other thing going. Yeah. So it's actually like a sign, you know, people feel justified in, in that kind of criticism because they feel like, well, you should be able to fucking deal with it because you've got money or you've got the success or you're making this progress. Yeah. You know, they don't pick apart their neighbor because then it's like, dude, why are you being such an asshole? <laughs> you know, which is so weird because it's yeah. like you're an asshole either way. Yeah. But, you know, that's how people justify it. Yeah. A while ago on Instagram, I posted a quote by Winston Churchill that said, you have enemies. Good. It means you stood for something. That's and right. I, that to me, that makes the whole thing. By the way, I, I still just kind of chuckle and roll my eyes when people email me and they still email me. But they they will email me and they'll say, hey, Vaughn, what's Andy like in real life? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, are you serious? Hey, man. Like, seriously? Like, I, I mean, what do you well, think I he think is? That's, do you think I, he's like a gerbil in real life? Yeah. Do you think he's like a soft, fluffy well, I mean, gerbil? I, let's be real, man. I think I tone it down a little bit on the podcast. You, anything, you do, yeah. You know? Yeah. And, you know, and that's pe- that's people's nature, right? Yeah. You know why they assume that? You know why they assume that? Why is that? Because that's what they do. Yeah. They pretend to be something in public, yeah. and then there's something else in private. Yeah. I, you know, I actually That's was, why people assume that shit. You're right. But I was really thinking about this. And actually, there is one thing that I think I could tell people uh, that they might be surprised about you if they were around you. And that is that um, people know you for talking, you know, like cussing and going on know, rants. bringing the fire and right. going on the rants. Right. But uh, I think what people don't see is the amount of sheer time that you spend just being quiet and thinking and, and like thinking through what you're going to say and being you know, like well, reflecting. Here's the thing. If you're going to be loud and, and boisterous and having a, a strong opinion, 
you better have put some thought behind it or right. you're going to get beat up pretty bad. Right, but people don't think that. No. They just assume that people like yourself are just constantly talking, you know. And, well, some and, people are. Well, you know, that's Some people true. do do that. That's I mean, true. I follow I follow some guys, you know, on national radio and, and you know, they're popular for, for being opinionated and having a voice. And sometimes I'm like, they're so far out there. I'm right. just like, dude, you're trying to just hear yourself fucking talk. Right, exactly. And, you know, um, I try to keep myself in a place where if I don't have a, a, an opinion that makes sense, I'm not going to fucking just blurt right. one out. Right. You know, I, I think being humble enough to, to admit, you know, when you don't know something or when you are in a situation that you haven't educated yourself enough to have a, 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 the right opinion or not the right opinion, but a, 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 right. an educated opinion, you should probably shut the fuck up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. People are, always but, but I mean, look at the, look at the internet though. That's not most right. people's mentality. Most people's mentality is to have an opinion on fucking everything. Right. You know what exactly. I mean? I've got an opinion on everything, even though I haven't looked at it. You know, part of being an intelligent person is knowing what the fuck you don't know. Right. And being okay with that. Right. You know, people who have an opinion on everything are usually the dumbest motherfuckers on the face of the earth. You know, <laughs> That's very true. That's the truth. That's and even though true. I'm loud and crazy and curse or whatever, I mean, <clears throat> you know, I, I, I know what point I'm trying to get across. It's Absolutely. not just like shoot from the hip type shit. Well, I just people, get passionate about it. People focus on the, on the output so much that they don't realize that you spend a lot of time inputting things into your brain. Well, like thinking through things, reading, studying. Yeah, that and they also assume that everything that I've learned or taught or teach, like I had, I mean, dude, I get this a lot. They're like, everything that comes out of your mouth is fucking gold. Well, no, it's not. Not everything that comes out of my mouth is gold. I mean, uh, some of it is. You know, but some of it's not. Yeah. And the reality of, of being a human is, you know, you guys are seeing a highlight reel. Mm -hmm. You know, um, like when I post videos on Instagram, you're seeing that 15 seconds that kicks ass. Right. You know, I'm a human, man. I, I There's things that I don't know. There's things I don't know about. And, right. and that but that's what keeps me good. That's what keeps me sharp. And that's what keeps me winning in business, right. because I'm willing to look at somebody else. And there's a lot of guys out there right now preaching and talking who are their egos are fucking consuming them right i mean i and 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 i know some of these people you know what i mean i don't i don't necessarily have that conversation with them because when when somebody's in a place where their ego's consuming them they're it's impossible to get through to them so i just shut up right but i mean there's some guys out there that have podcasts and have fucking eyes on them and their their egos are just tearing them up they think they're the greatest fucking thing in the world and you know when you think you're the greatest fucking thing in the world because it comes very fucking hard to learn and, and, you know, I'm all about getting better. Right. I don't want to be the I don't want to ever think I'm the greatest. I want to think like, hey, the reason I'm good is because I know that other people are better than me and I take their fucking information and I go use it. Right. You know, and it becomes my information. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, and and kind of going back. I mean, do I think I'm fucking good? Yeah, I think yeah. I'm fucking good. But even going back to that 15, 15 seconds of gold, you were saying that people see the 15 seconds of gold again. They don't see all the the struggle and the and the wrestling mentally and the thinking through things and and the kind of the whole process that you use to, to kind of clear the cobwebs from your mind and, yeah. and to think clearly because they only see the, the the final product and I think people need to realize that that there is a process that goes into that there's an editing process there's a wait are you saying like it's a it, it, you know like think before you open your fucking mouth right exactly I mean, exactly you know it's it's, so. it's basic human shit yeah but unfortunately. But um, because of the way that everybody has a voice now, you know, they can type some shit on Twitter, type it on Facebook, type it on Instagram or whatever, you know, people just don't do that. They're quick yeah. to say shit and then it's out there forever. And, yeah. and then they're also, they're quick to say things and then they won't apologize or take back or admit that they, what they said was wrong. Right. You know, <laughs> I that, don't know. That, 
that actually reminds me. I had a seventh grade math teacher who was kind of hard on me because he thought I talked too much, and he'd always say, his name was Harv Johnson, and Harv used to say, Mr. Kohler, make sure your brain is running before you throw your mouth in gear. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. So I always thought that was kind of funny. It's pretty good uh, advice. But it is good advice. But, you know, we're talking about knowledge. We're talking about having information in your head and knowing how to use it and knowing how to, how to apply it. That's our topic today, right? Yeah. I mean, let's just hit it right off the, off the fucking bat. You know, we hear this all the time. Knowledge is power, and the more you know, the more you can grow, right. and the more you blah blah blah, and all this shit. I mean, Bill and Cosby's responsible yeah, for that, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. And it's pudding pops. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so what's funny is like all the stuff that's going on with Bill now, yeah, and like his image now versus like what it was when we yeah. were kids. You know, yeah. he was like squeaky clean, man. Now he's yeah. like the old man creeper. It is. It's bizarre. I, I wonder what the truth really is. I don't know, you and know? I don't think people know the truth. No, nobody I knows the honest. truth. I think that I think it's. It's like, a little fishy to me. I, I agree. Know? It doesn't. I, I agree. Yeah. It doesn't feel right. Yeah. Like it, it, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's yeah. because Bill Cosby was like one of the good guys growing up or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But like, like, like when Jared got popped, Jared the subway yeah. dude. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that guy you know what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. But like. But like fucking Bill Cosby, yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't Something know, man. Bill seems like yeah. Dr. Huxtable. Yeah. Like, he doesn't seem like that. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. But the doctor's yeah. got those roofies, you know? Yeah. You never know. But just in case anybody is young enough that has absolutely no idea what we're talking about, Bill Cosby used to do... Uh, the Bill do, Cosby do these, show. Well, that, and he used to do these public service announcements that he said... He said... The more you know. The more you know. It would have the fucking stars that go across the screens. And he also said, when I I was little, I thought that football players had had power, but now I know that knowledge is power. And he used to talk about knowledge being power. So, and, and that's like one of the faults with social media now is like... Everybody can pretend to have this knowledge. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, everybody likes to feel like they're very knowledgeable or very smart. And I get this shit all the time. You know, every every post I make on Instagram or Facebook, I get somebody who disagrees or, or has this passionate argument about the point I'm trying to make, right? Mm-hmm. And they, they go on and on and on and make this point. And yet, they haven't done anything. Right. They haven't built a business. They haven't. They haven't fucking been successful. They work at fucking this hourly job, flipping fucking hamburgers, you know. And they're forty years old, but yet they know more about business than I fucking know. When I've built fucking seven different companies mm-hmm. in my lifetime, you know what I mean? Right. And so they let their fucking knowledge. If they were, if if the knowledge was the power, and they knew more than me, wouldn't they be further than where I am? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then they, you know, if you approach that with them. Like I had with this dude the other day, he said something about, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I said, all right, well, how many companies have you started? None. But that's not the point. Blah, 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 blah. Well, that is the fucking point. Right. Because that's not because knowledge isn't fucking power. Right. You could know everything you want. You could know you could know the encyclopedia A to Z. You could know every shark on fucking Shark Week. You could know every fucking character of every TV show. You could know every question, trivial pursuit. But at the end of the day, unless you use the knowledge through executing, you're not going to get anywhere. Right. So it's not knowledge is power. It's the execution of knowledge is power. Right. Can I back up and just give people a little... I, I want to orient you guys just a little bit because we've gotten a lot of questions. And so on the one hand, you have the guy that Andy's talking about who has... Let's say they've got a PhD in entrepreneurship from... State University. They've never. They've but they run, work never, at fucking Burger King. Right, but they've never run a business in their entire life. But then the opposite, and we get this a lot, and this is why we wanted to talk about. I wanted to hear what Andy had to say on this. Is we've got genuine, hardworking entrepreneurs like yourselves out there, 
who are in the early stages of their of their business, and they're like, to be honest with you, Andy, I I don't know anything. Like, yeah, I, I don't know, and and they're and they're discouraged. And, and who so would I, you rather be? Yeah. I'm gonna tell you right now. Yeah, you always wouldn't be the guy who says I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, but I'm doing it. Right. All right. Because there's far those guys. That's me. That's fucking anybody who's out there that's built anything. The, dude, people who make it, people who who build a business, people who build success in any area, and 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 think about this, guys. We're talking about entrepreneur, and and when we talk about entrepreneur on the show, entrepreneur is a mentality. Okay, it can be equally executed within an organization. All right, it comes down to the same core values. It comes down to the same things: taking responsibility, taking initiative, executing. You know, moving forward daily, always pursuing to improve. Blah 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 blah. We can go on and on. But the point is, is that you can be an entrepreneur of yourself. Mm-hmm. So if you don't own a business, don't fucking tune out here because we're talking mm-hmm. about how you can improve yourself, which is going to bring more value, which is going to bring more monetary value to you in the long run. But <clears throat> people always say, they'll say, you know, <clears throat> well, I know this and this and this, and I have my degree from here and blah. So fucking what? Right. I don't fucking give a shit. You're making fucking 50 fucking grand a year, and you got a PhD in entrepreneurship from fucking Harvard or Wharton Business School. Fuck you. I don't give a shit. Your opinion means nothing to me. You know what I mean? Right. And the opinion of somebody who's out there doing it, who has gotten their ass kicked every single day, Dude, theory and reality are two different fucking things. You know what I mean? Right. It's easy to sit there and say, oh, I'm going to go do this, this, and this. Or I could go do this, this, and this if I wanted to. Like people that run a marathon. Well, I could run a marathon if I really wanted to. Well, I believe you probably could, but you didn't fucking do it. You know what I mean? Right. You know right. why you didn't do it? Because it's fucking hard. Right. You know, it, it, it irritates the living shit out of me, people who, who have that like, oh, well, if I really wanted to, I could do that. Well... Why don't you? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why haven't you? Just because you have a fucking opinion because you read a fucking book or study something on YouTube for three hours one night doesn't mean you're a fucking expert. Right. And you certainly aren't the expert to somebody who's been running a fucking business for 10 or 15 or 20 fucking years. You know, and that's that's the problem that we see now. You know, I see this problem with entrepreneurs a lot. What they do is they they start out and they want to they don't start they want to accumulate all the knowledge up front okay and so they want to know everything and they're asking everything dude i get asked everything to that down to like what do you what's your morning routine dude one of the most frequently asked questions on periscope what is your morning routine what I've do you that. do for breakfast what motherfucker it doesn't <laughs> matter what i do in the morning it doesn't matter why what why are we asking this it doesn't fucking matter what i eat for breakfast or what my morning routine is the morning routine is that I get up and I kick fucking ass. Mm-hmm. That's my morning routine, okay? And that's the morning routine that these guys need to develop. But instead, they're too worried about obtaining every little bit of piece of knowledge before they start that they never get started. And right. what they don't realize is the knowledge, the knowledge you need, the real knowledge, is shit that you accumulate after you start. It's the experience. It's the going to the banks and getting your told no 700 times. You know, it's going to the private investors and getting told no 700 times or reworking your business plan a bunch of times, you know, until you figure out and you get somebody to invest in you. It's it's going around calling on the same customer for three years before he actually buys something from you. Those are the things that teach you shit. Those are the mm-hmm. things that sharpen your sword. Those are the things that make a difference. Not what you read in, you know, college. That's a theory. Mm-hmm. It's not that. It's what you go out and do and fail at. And that's 
the knowledge that you need to be worried about, not your book knowledge or whatever. Is it good to read? Yeah, it's good to read. The reason it's good to read is because there's other people who have done things differently than you, and it can change your perspective on how to do things. But, I mean, the reality of, of entrepreneurship is not about knowledge. It's about execution. It's about mm -hmm. doing shit. It's about taking a product or a service, selling it, and making a profit. Right. Right. You know? so, so can I geek out on you for a second? Yeah. It sounds like what you're saying is there's two different types of knowledge. Abstract knowledge, or what we would call just simply information, and what I hear you saying is the more important knowledge, which is experiential knowledge. That's knowledge that was abstract, but that you've learned to apply, and you've left, actually lived out. And you're saying that, that, yeah, I mean, read, read, read. That's all that's But if all you never good. do anything, But if you never do matter. anything, it doesn't matter. Right. It, if you never learn to apply it, it, it doesn't matter. That's right. So... But but see these these kids and these people who are let's say not kids but when I say kids and young I mean like young in the entrepreneurial life so like a new entrepreneurs but I I refer to them as kids all right kids out there trying to start a business all right they want to know everything up front right they want to know all the shit up front they want to know everything and there's nothing wrong with wanting to know that's good but when you want to know before you ever take a step forward. And that's your limiting factor is that you don't know everything before you take a step forward. You're never going to get anywhere. You've got to take that step forward even when you don't know, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and that's the thing that keeps people from really doing anything outside of their comfort zone. They're afraid to take that step until they know everything. Well, let me tell you, man, I don't fucking know everything. I know very little, very little. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot that I don't know. So, so I mean, I would dude, say I've met so many entrepreneurs, dude, who I would consider like not very intelligent people. Not very, that are extremely, like, that's my biggest surprise amongst, like, getting to know other people who are very successful mm -hmm. is how unintelligent they really are. Like, they're almost, they're almost so ignorant and so unintelligent that it, it's, an, it's an advantage for them because yeah. they don't know any better. So they don't think that the, the consequence is through and they just go out and they do shit and it works. Right. You know, right. you know what I mean? It's like, it's like people, it's, it's getting out of your own way without yeah. knowing it. Oh, you've got to talk about that more because I know you've talked to me about this. Yeah, it's, it's, that the, it's an ignorance though. No, not dude, knowing anything. it's an ignorance. It's, it's a, and I don't say that in a bad way. I mean it in a, in a good way. When you don't know how hard you could fall, you're a lot more likely to fucking go up and fly really fucking high. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I see tons of, of entrepreneurs like that. I meet guys who are worth hundreds of millions of dollars, and I talk to them, and I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. You know, like this guy's coming to me saying, dude, I never thought about all this and that and this and that and the things that you say. And I'm like, bro, you're like way past me. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. And it's not because they're smarter. It's because they went out and they've been doing shit. And a lot of times they've been doing it longer than me. But, you know, sometimes they haven't. There, I know some guys who are way more successful than me that are younger than me. And they're not smarter than me. They just have been doing things better than me right. and, and executing better and faster. And it, it doesn't come down to, like, what the fucking business Bible says. You know, and people get hung up on that because I'm a big advocate of reading. But I'm not a big advocate of reading to the point where it stops me from going to fucking work right. or making my phone calls or doing my emails or having my meetings. You know, I don't fucking read and then say, oh, well, this meeting's got to wait until I fucking know what this book says. I mean, dude, that's that's the wrong attitude. That's mm -hmm. the attitude of academia, which ruins people, in my opinion, when it comes to being entrepreneurs. People feel like they have 
school and college and high school are very good at making people think that they're not qualified to do shit, mm-hmm. which makes people believe they're not qualified to do shit, which makes them continue to not feel good enough to do anything. Right now, if you're listening to this fucking podcast, you are good enough to do something. Okay, if you're 12 years old, if you're 14 years old, if you're 44 years old, if you're 74 years old, you are good enough. You have permission. You don't need your professor from high school or your guidance counselor or your 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 old teacher that used to tell you, oh, you're never going to be anything. Fuck those people. You don't need them. All you need is to go do something and take a fucking product or service. Go say, hey, Vaughn, I got this product or service. I bought it for one dollar. I'm going to sell it to you for two dollars. And you do it. Right. I mean, dude, it's simple. Right. You know, a lot of people like to paint this, this fucking crazy fantasy around being in business and successful and all this shit. And I used to believe it, too. Like, dude, I used to look at my buddy Todd Beckman, who is now a business partner of mine and in, in, in different businesses outside of, of um, supplements. Okay? We're working on some new concepts um, outside of fitness, which I'm really excited about because I'm excited to do some things outside of this industry. But... um. Good friend, good guy, successful guy. Dude, he's he's uh he's 51, I'm 36. So he's 15 years older than me. So he was successful, is that right? Yeah, 15. That's right. Mm-hmm. So he and that's why I carry a fucking calculator with me. You know, like dude, remember the teacher in math class? What do you think you're going to have a calculator at your fucking disposal everywhere you go? Yes. Yes, <laughs> I do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Motherfucker, I do. Yeah. Fuck your math. So Dude, I'm serious. Tyler's over here laughing, man. They're like, you're going to need this fucking trigonometry whenever you're blah, blah, blah. I'm like, motherfucker, I'm going to buy something for a dollar myself for two fucking dollars. That's all I need to know. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, what, yeah, what you, you got something to say? No. So, so, dude, anyway, what the fuck was I saying? Uh, you were just saying that everything you need, you know. I mean, you can just move, yeah, move look, forward. Yeah. You don't need a, a fucking badge to go yeah. out and sell, start a lemonade stand or cut lawns or, you know, wherever. I mean, mm-hmm. you just don't need those people. And society's so good at making people think that they're not good enough mm-hmm. because they don't know enough. Mm-hmm. You don't. You learn as you go. Right. Dude, think about all these fucking jobs out there that people go to school and get this bachelor's degree and all this shit. And the, the pre-qualification of the job is to have an MBA or a master's or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. It used to be just four years, but that's not good enough anymore. Now it's this other shit because everybody went and did that, right? Right. Well, the first day you show up, you know nothing about the job. Right. Like, you know nothing. And they're going to what? They're going to sit you down and they're going to say, all right, this is how, this is our policies. Um, this is the project we're working on. This is how you make the coffee in the office. This is how you turn the light. Like, dude, it starts that simple. And then you grow. Mm-hmm. Every fucking job's like that. Why do they make you have a fucking master's degree that costs you $150,000 to do that? You know why? Because they want you they want to know that you can follow directions. <laughs> and it's sad that it costs $150 $150,000 in America to 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 say, "Oh, I'm I'm I, I'm a I'm a fucking worker bee. I can follow directions." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's not yeah. going to be the system moving forward, man. You know, I'd rather have a, a million 19-year-old hungry-ass kids that want to fucking kill shit than a than a bunch of master's degree snobby motherfuckers that think they owed something because they got a master's degree. Right. Fuck you guys. Right. So two things. I, Hold I, up, Vaughn. I, the funny thing is about a degree is you could have skated along the entire time. Dude, to that's get what that. I did. Right. Dude, you, I fucking cheated every class. Straight D's. Motherfuckers <laughs> in SMS in Southwest Missouri State. I fucking went to three classes a year. I took the tests. Your shit is too easy. 
You know, I went there, I fucking, I went and took the test, I read the book, and that was it, you know? Right. <laughs> it's like, I'm not right. learning anything. You know where I learned shit in college? Where I went to the bar and tried to pick up chicks. <laughs> That's where I learned shit. That's where I learned how to sell. That's the truth. Okay, and I'm not in any way contradicting what you said, but I should I should mention that. I got a master's. Oh, I'm going to get all these motherfuckers no, emailing no, 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 me no, no, about, no, no, no. About, about their fucking, how proud they are <laughs> of their piece of paper. No. You know what? Hey, you're, you tell me. If you're better off with that fucking piece of paper or not, would you rather have that hundred fifty thousand right. dollars of debt or not have it right now? Right, and that's a very legitimate question. Uh, question, but what I would say is, I got a master's in writing from K State. I am infinitely a better writer after I was done than done with that than what I did. Look, before. I'm not shitting on school. No, Mom. I know you're not. I know. Here's that's what why I want, I want you to bring it up. If you're 15 years old, you're listening to this, and you're you you know you go tell your mom, I don't need to go to school because Andy said so. No, you're fucking wrong. What I'm telling you is is that you're going to learn far more about what you want to do on the job. Right. And certain jobs require you to go to school for a certain amount of time. You're going to be a doctor, you got to go to school. You're going to be a lawyer, you got to go to school. Right. You're going to be a salesman, you probably don't need to go to school. You need to go get a sales job. Right. You're going to be an entrepreneur, you need to go start a fucking business. Right. And then don't quit your school until you know what you want to do, which I didn't do. A lot of people are like, Andy, you dropped out. I didn't drop out until I knew what I was doing for sure. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. But two things I, 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 I really would like to hear your response to. Number one is, don't you think that there are situations in life where sometimes our strength is our weakness? So I think the people that are thinking, man, I got to ha- have all this knowledge. I got, I mean, they're diligent. They want to kill it. They want to do their best possible job at doing it, but their virtue is actually working against them. So instead of just saying, listen, just trust yourself. You know it. You got it. Just move ahead. They're actually maybe being too hard on themselves and going, dude. I need to dude, know more. I need. To I went know to more. Atlanta on Monday. Yeah. And spoke with tremendous group. Tyler went with me. Seventy percent of the questions were that. Were they not? It was. It was like you know, I I want to do this, but I don't know how. I'm like, sure, you fucking do. You do it every day. Mm-hmm. You know, like people were looking for this other person to come in and say, bro, you got this. Let's fucking go. Well, let me be that person. If you're listening to that right now, go fucking do it. You don't need my permission. You don't need anybody's permission. But until you realize that, let me give you the fucking permission to go out and be fucking badass. You know what I mean? Dude, people get in their own way so much in life. And it's sad. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I talked to this group in Atlanta. Um, uh, it was about 130, 140 people who came in on their day off voluntarily for this great company that we went and visited, uh, Mountain Motorsports in Georgia. And, dude, we were talking to the staff, extremely talented, extremely smart. I mean, dude, extremely good people. I mean, some of the nicest people I've had the pleasure of meeting. I would say 75% of the questions were, were about how to get out of your own way in one way or the other. You know, I probably repeated myself. How many times did I repeat myself, dude, in that question? It, it was a lot. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? In one yeah, way or the yeah, other? Yeah. yeah. It's like, look, hmm. and I think everybody's... coming full circle right yeah, back I'm not too. saying that to be mean. No, I'm no, just no, no. saying, like, hey... Even good people who are doing well, who are smart, intelligent, they still have these doubts. Right. You know, and those doubts are put in us because the system that we grow up in wants us to believe that we need to fucking go through all this other process to become quote-unquote qualified. Right. Look, man, everybody feels unqualified. Everybody feels like a fraud deep down in their heart. That's part of the process of growing up. You know, if you don't think I have days where I feel like I'm fucking faking it, you're wrong. I do feel like that. We all feel like that. Dude, if you want to read a cool book on that, read Jen Sincero's How to Be a Badass. Hmm. Great book on this subject, exactly. Dude, by the way, I'd love to have her on the podcast. If you listen, come on the podcast. And 
Be I've, more. I've reached out to her. Hey, just so you know. And Jen, be more regular on your Instagram. You're an author. <laughs> you're best-selling author. You got to be keep your Instagram up to date. Yeah, yeah. No, she's right. great. Um, so people struggle with par- paralysis by analysis. No, it's not that. It's it's a feeling of of being inadequate. Mm-hmm. It's a feeling of not being qualified. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not just paralysis by analysis. Some people struggle with that, but ultimately, where does where is the root of that? Mm-hmm. The root of that is I'm not good enough. Right. Right. And I got to right. arm myself with all these different weapons. You know, when you go to battle, dude, you don't you don't take every fucking weapon that you could possibly can in the battle and like strap yourself down with 400 pounds of equipment, dude. You become you become rigid. You can't move. You can't. And guess what happens? You get fucking killed. You know, when you go to battle, dude, you take the weapon that you're best with and you use a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And business is no different. You know, you stay light, you stay fluid, you stay with what you're good at, and you go fucking do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I, I, I never thought about that analogy until I just made it up right now, but it's very, it's very good. Yeah. You know, like, dude, if you, if you strap down an M16 or fucking M4 and then uh, a, a rocket launcher and then grenades and then a million rounds of ammunition, you, you wouldn't be able to move. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing with business. You, you strap down all this shit on top of your brain and you, you're, you just don't fucking move. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you become one of these armchair quarterbacks that's on Instagram telling somebody who, who fucking runs a hundred and something million dollar business how to do fucking business. Right. In between, you know, yelling at your mom for her fucking meatloaf, right. motherfucker. I do think we live in a, what I would call the culture of experts where we're always told that there's a certain strata of society that knows exactly what they're talking about. And if you want to speak up, you have to be one of those experts. And I was explaining to a guy like two or three years ago my struggle because I, you know, I love writing. I love, I love speaking. I love, I love the whole communication process, the influence process. And I was just telling him, man, I just don't feel like I'm as equipped and qualified as these other guys that are out there. And I'll never forget what he said. He said, Vaughn, there's no expert fairy. There's no, there's no, there's no fairy that comes along and dubs you. You are now an expert. He says, I guarantee, no, exactly. I guarantee that where you're at right now, you know more than most people. But he said, the other thing is, who cares if you don't because you're not coming to the whole you know public market or public square. You're not coming saying, I know everything. You're saying, man, I really love this topic, and if I can help you know more about this topic, that's what I want to do. Not only that, if you speak from experience, nobody can take that away from you. Yeah. So if you're speaking from your experience on writing millions and millions and millions of words, and right. you say, hey, this is how I write, this is what I found, blah, 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 blah. Dude, nobody can take away from that because it's your fucking experience. Right. You know what I mean? So – the problem in business, dude, look, I was just, this is actually pretty funny. I was just following a, a thread on Instagram about, everybody knows I love cars, about the new Lamborghini SV, which, I, which I, I bought one. I had one of the first coupes here delivered in the United States. I sold it because the seats were just terrible. Hmm. And I ordered, the, I ordered the fucking race seats, and I should have got the comfort seats, all right? So I sold it, and I've got another one coming. But <clears throat> the point is, Road Track wrote a negative review about this car, and the car is like record-setting. It was the fastest car around Nürburgring in Germany, uh, naturally aspirated. It, it, there's a lot of shit about this car that basically it's fucking awesome. And I've driven the car. I've owned the car. It is fucking awesome, okay? And I've driven a lot of shit. I have a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. I've owned a lot of shit. I'm telling you from my experience, this car is badass. I'm looking at the, at the post, and there's like all these dudes who are like driving fucking Hondas. That car's... <laughs> that car's um, you know, that car is overweight and it's this and that and blah, 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 blah. blah. And there's, you know, 
there's no, that car's a piece of junk for how much it costs, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, motherfucker, you ever drove one? You ever owned one? You know what I mean? Right. And it's, that's my point. Right. Like, dude, nobody could take your experience away. You, could, you can go through life two ways. You can be one of these people who talks about real shit that you've done, and the, the only way you could talk about the real shit that you've done is by doing shit. Or you could be one of these fuckers that everybody laughs at, like we're talking about right now, who drives a fucking Hyundai, lives in their mom's basement, and talks shit on everything and thinks they're an expert. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm a motherfucker. If you're listening to this and you think you're an expert on shit, look around you and look at your life and look at like where you're at in life and be honest with yourself and then ask yourself if you could talk shit about stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's a great point. You know what I mean? Like people, people, oh yeah, but I read. I don't give a fuck what you read. And nobody does. Nobody else does either. Right. We care about what you did. That's what the world cares about. Right. You know, and that's, that's a good point. That's what we talk about. This knowledge is power. You know, nobody, nobody, at, how, how many degrees does Mark Cuban have? <laughs> that's a good question. I don't think he did. He go to college? Well, I'm just saying, what's the answer? You don't know, right? I don't know. All right. Do you give a fuck how many degrees he no. had? No. Exactly. No. Exactly not. No. Uh, so it sounds like there's this healthy balance. I don't know how many degrees he has either. I yeah. mean, I fucking don't know. Yeah. But I'm, the point is, is no one cares. Right. Because the motherfucker drives around on his 300-foot yacht through Miami and, and runs on the court like a madman, and everybody loves the dude. Right, right. So, I mean, it sounds like there's this healthy balance. You're saying definitely give yourself permission to, to act, to move, to get stuff done, to even, even consider that you might be an expert, but also have the humility to know that you have to speak within your experience and you have to, you have to operate from that, that perspective. Yeah, that have an opinion, yeah. say things, but always leave it open you know, if you're not that experienced, leave it open for other people right. that are. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Okay, so I have to run this by you. So the other day I read a book, and one of the things the book said was that there's all sorts of studies out there that actually say that when it comes to, you know, these talking heads on uh, on TV and stuff, these prognosticators who are, you know, going to say the future of politics or the future of, of like economics. To- like Tommy Loren? Yeah, yeah, people you like that. You know what that. I'm talking about, Tommy Loren? I don't think I do. Tammy, Tommy Loren? I don't know who that is. Dude, you know who that is, Tyler? That, like, super conservative chick that, like, just rips everybody? <laughs> no, I have no clue. I oh, have man. no idea who that she's is. She's awesome. I know dude. Marissa oh, Loren. She's, she's like, awesome. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't know her name exactly. It's Tommy something. L- Loren or I know Loren, Ralph something. Loren. No, I don't know. I might be saying it wrong, but dude, she is, she makes these, she has this like little conservative opinion show, and like she's like young and like she's good looking. Yeah. Like, dude, her opinion is fucking nails. I'm like, man, I have no idea who that is. But oh. here's the here's the point. The point of the of the studies is that you have all these experts who are constantly being asked on TV and radio. Well, I just brought that up because I think she's hot. Oh, good. <laughs> and well, like, that's remember a, that's you asked important me that one relevant. time, like, yes. like like my kind of woman. You asked me yeah. that time, like, dude, she like her and Emily. Those are my kind of women. We'll we'll post uh, very politically uh, sensitive to mention your wife in that sentence. But Why? Um, well, to lump her as the kind of women that you like, I, I, that's important. Oh, that's but, what I'm saying. Well, that's yeah, why, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why I'm married to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get it. But so we'll post a picture of whoever this girl is. Yeah. We'll, and we'll post a picture of Emily probably. I want to get him. But, uh, I want to get her on the show, but I want Emily on the show too with her. That's a good idea. Well, I'll, I'll figure out who. Try to make a love we'll connection. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dirty okay, dog. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so I'm a dirty dog. So Emily's, these Emily's, Emily, I'm gonna come She's home like, and Emily's yeah. like, I heard your podcast today. Yeah. I didn't. I don't even think that was that funny. Yeah. You think you're really funny? <laughs> I my, am funny. My my wife does not have a lot of celebrity crushes, but she has one, and I just. Are you trying to make a love connection for your wife too? No, not not with this guy. You lie. I have some thoughts. I think I'm not gonna say who it is. But this is someone that she absolutely adores, and he's very popular. And I just, I told you, I told her, I said, don't get your hopes up, because I'm, I'm pretty sure he's gay. 
but I'm not going to tell you who it is. If you say that, if you say my name, I'm going to kick I'm you. I'm not. Ball. I'm not going to say. <laughs> it's Tyler. His name is Tyler. He's good with it. He's good with it. No, no, no. I'm just. I'm not going to say who it is. And you guys, Tyler knows how to handle those long lenses. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, back to my point. My point was is that there's all these studies that have been done that these so-called experts in business and politics and whatever that are that are you know asked on TV shows and radio shows to predict the future. The studies are is that sometimes when you're an expert, you're actually the worst person to ask about that because you're so they have what's called the curse of knowledge, which is you're so loaded up with your own set of facts and perspective that you really don't see the big picture. So my question is, I can see the same thing being true of of business. Like in some ways being an expert in business could be a liability no, in no, some no. ways. No, no, no. Here's what it is. Okay. Drop some science on I it. I will. All right. The business expertise is so rapidly changing in the time that we're in that is it's impossible to be an expert unless you're one of these people who's consuming all the new shit all the time and implementing it in your own business, which most people aren't. Gary Vee. I would say Gary Vee okay. is a business expert. Okay. You know what I mean? He is on top of the new trends. He's implementing the new trends. And he's, he's, he's not focused on what today is. He's focused on what's next. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We do the same thing here in my companies. All right? And a lot of the reason we do the same thing here in my companies is because I'm friends with Gary and we connect on these things. Okay? Um, but business experts... Okay, <clears throat> the term I would say business expert is almost is almost impossible to define right now because what you think you're an expert at today will not be successful tomorrow mm-hmm. because things are changing so fast. Mm-hmm. So I think for you to be a quote unquote business expert, you've got to be somebody who is is open to learning and open to opinions and open to new things and open to executing new things. And most importantly, as we've talked about, open to failing new things. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And to say, Oh, I'm an expert in real estate. Well, if you were an expert in real estate in 1983, you're not a fucking expert in real estate in 2016. That's a great, if you're an expert in real estate in 2009, you're not an expert in real estate in 2016. And realtors are usually, I mean, no offense to you guys who are realtors listening, but you motherfuckers need to learn how to market. You know, yeah. taking a picture with you holding a fucking phone <laughs> on your business card or on a park bench. I mean, what the fuck? Right. You know, that's not what this is about. And, and dude, you know what's funny is in all areas, and we talked about this on Monday too, in all areas, there's so much opportunity to be great and better than anybody else right now because people are in 10 years ago time in, de- in developing their brand and developing their image and developing their marketing, you know, and they think they're, they're current and they're, they're already 10 years past. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, Mr. Realtor and Mrs. Realtor, you know, lose the fucking Zach Morris bag phone <laughs> on the fucking yeah. business card and the glamour shot headshot and start using the fucking internet the right, right way. Right. No, there's all sorts, you know, you're absolutely right. But going back to what you were Call saying, Tony. <laughs> Call Tony, call Tony, call Tony for all your real estate needs. <laughs> One eight hundred. I'm a touche. I think I think they came back to that on Monday so often. Like, dude, they just didn't. I can't hear you because I got the Zach Morris phone stuck <laughs> to my ear. But when you told when you told I'm gonna that, post a picture of the Zach Morris phone on uh, yeah. on our website too. Yeah, a lot of these guys are like, who the fuck is Zach Morris? <laughs> when you told that guy who was, you know, not self proclaimed an expert in their uh, service department for changing oil, yeah. and you're like, dude, you should be out there making fucking videos on how to change this oil, and dude, their whole 
like their mind was blown. Like we can do that. We can add value to this company. Right. <laughs> like, right. But but see, most people still won't do it. Right. Because well, like, they don't believe it. They they think, oh yeah, that sounds good in theory, but they don't do it. Well, okay. Let me let me just raise a question though. You are very forward thinking in the use of social media. But a lot of these guys who are in those positions, what if they have bosses who are like, I don't want you on social media. I don't want you on Facebook. Hey, look, at the end of the day, you got to look out for number one. Number one is you. And to create a brand and a following around what it is that you do in this world is going to create value for you, mm-hmm. whether it's where you are or where you're going to be. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so if you're working for a boss who says, oh, I don't want you on social media, but you're, you know, you're probably worried for the wrong fucking company right. because they're going to get their asses beat anyway. Right. Um, right. You know. By the way, Mr. Asterisk Hole, Andy said, I don't want you on social media adding value. So don't be posting all day on Facebook and then get mad when your boss, t- uh, you know, in other words, people don't listen. They're going to they're going to hear you say uh, be on be on Facebook, be on Facebook, adding value to right. your company. Don't just be on Facebook. Look, man, at the end of the day, it's about value for yourself. Right. The more value for yourself that you could create the more money you're going to be able to make, whether it is working where you are working or whether it's the next company who's going to see that as value. Because I'm going to tell you right now, you know, back in 1987, you know, uh, there was no internet and the value was created by how many people advertised, mm-hmm. you know, how, how, how much your company advertised and how much good your customer services and word of mouth was very slow. In 1997, the internet came out. So you had a, you know, if your company had an email address, you were winning the game. In 2010, if your company had a Facebook page, you're winning the game. Mm-hmm. You're on, you're on the internet. You're engaging customers, and most people still don't fucking engage their customers. I noticed, by the way, if you run a Facebook page or an Instagram page for your company, you're not talking to your customers. You're not r- relevant on social. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. let's let's get that straight. Just because you have a fucking page doesn't mean you're winning. Right. Now, in 2016, people think, well, I've got a page and I engage with my customers. I'm winning. All right, you're not winning because you know what? Everybody fucking does that. There's 20 other companies in your fucking industry that do that. All right, what is winning now? Winning is organizing your team and your company and everybody to create a movement of engagement, of information, of uh, knowledge, of entertainment, whatever it is that you do as an army and mobilizing that force on the internet. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what's next. The companies that are going to win next are going to be the companies that can engage their force as well as their company. You know what I mean? In mm-hmm. terms of mm-hmm. being relevant on social. You know, so if you're a guy right now and you're working for a company that says, oh, well, they don't make us do it, so I'm not doing it. Well, you're limiting your value for the next fucking five or ten years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And people, and then they're like, well, I posted that. I only got two likes. Motherfucker, I got two fucking likes for three or four years on the shit that I did. That's part of the process. Right. You know, but what I just said for the last three minutes, most people are going to hear and be like, oh, I don't believe that, or that's not true. Wait and see. Mm -hmm. Wait and see who wins the next five years. Mm -hmm. It isn't going to be the companies who have a fucking Instagram page and just talk to their customers. It's going to be the companies who engage every motherfucker that works for them and every fucking customer that works for them on a fucking rampage through social media. Right. 
So guys, we, we've hit a lot of relevant topics or related topics, but I want to just back up for a second and say, so first and foremost, to those who think that getting a PhD or, or getting a degree and having a bunch of knowledge in your head is going to qualify you to run a business or be an entrepreneur, obviously Andy says, no. I mean, that doesn't mean anything. What you've actually accomplished means everything. But on the flip side, those of you who are waiting around thinking, I don't know enough, Andy's point, you do know enough, you have permission go out and kill it. And then finally, I would say, along with this topic of, of information is, frankly, you have to use the information in your head. You have to use what you've learned and the experience you've gained to provide value for you, for, for those around you, for, the, for your customers, for the industry in which you're, which you're working. So if you're not doing that, you're, you're failing. Um, I'm going to take a second just because the last time we did this, we actually, I, I think it had a pretty good response and it was telling because we haven't done it for a while. But we're going we're gonna to share our social media uh, contacts because there, we have had quite a few additional listeners and fans in the ne- in the last couple of weeks for a variety of reasons. So I'm going to start with Tyler. Tyler, what's your, uh, what's your social media? Blah, blah, blah. What's your social media contacts? <laughs> On Instagram, I am at m a i underscore Tyler, my Tyler. Okay, and if you guys are uh, sporadic listeners of the MFCEO project, project, shame on you for one. You should be every week listeners, every day listeners. Tyler is our producer, and he's also the spokesmodel for all of Andy's brands. Um, and then uh, I, I'm Vaughn, at Vaughn Kohler, V-A-U-G-H-N-K-O-H-L-E-R, co-host and pastor of disaster. And Andy. I'm eating a Epic Bar right now. Epic Bar. Is that free advertisement for Epic? It is. Yeah. I don't get paid by them, and I pay for their bars, too, because they're yeah. fucking good. Yeah. So I don't mind giving them a free shout. Because their their bars, <clears throat> epic. <laughs> they're great, man. It's a hundred percent grass fed beef or bison. It's not like pre processed heat denatured protein. Mm-hmm. It's just good shit, man. Yeah, I love it. That's great. You see me eating these all the time. Yeah, I do. That and water. You were just talking about how you couldn't understand how people didn't like water. Hey, man, I'm getting my fitness on. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, looking pretty svelte. I'm getting there. Yeah. So yeah, you can follow me on on the internet. Um, at Andy Frisella on everything except uh, Snapchat. Snapchat is uh, MFCEO-1. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I'm going to make a personal plug for Andy's Snapchat. I think a lot of you guys, my brother, I've had to convince him about the value of Snapchat because he just doesn't get it. But I actually think um, I really like your your Snapchat tutorials because I just, I don't know, they just seem more personal than uh, Periscope. You don't have the distraction of everybody making their comments because a lot of the comments on Periscope is great, are great, but some of them are just like Dude, retarded. you try to tell a story on yeah. Periscope. And people are posting different things. Yeah, and you got people distracting the whole concept. Like, yeah. Like when I was telling a story about wanting to be a rapper and they're like, let's hear you rap. I'm like, <laughs> motherfucker, that's not the value I'm bringing right now. No. You know? No. no. So, so, Back to this issue of knowledge is power um, and not being power and how that all applies. So, I mean, bottom line is, is how would you how how do you personally manage the acquisition of power? Like, how do you not power? How do you manage knowledge? How do you for you? What does it look like to to gain more knowledge and then put it into practice and gain? Like, what does that look Look, like, man? It's a fluid process. It's it's a it's on the go process. It's not every it's not a learn then do. It's a be doing and then adjust. You know what I mean? A mm-hmm. lot of people think it's a learn then do. It's not learn then do. It's do and adjust. Mm-hmm. So as you're moving and things are going a certain way, whether they're going bad or good, and I hope they're going good, but 
if they're going good, they can always go better. Mm-hmm. And that's always the atti- mm-hmm. attitude you should have. So if you come across something that can improve that while you're going, you know, don't be afraid to adjust things just because they're going good because they can always go better. And, you know, so realize that it's a fluid process. It's not a, uh, um, a static thing. It's not a, oh, I learned this, then I do this. It's, no, you're doing this the best you know how. And as you learn, you make adjustments. And a lot of people are like, well, that sounds good in theory, but that's not how it re-. No, that is how it really works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Entrepreneurship is not something, it is not the ability to make decisions ahead of time and have this perfect roadmap. It's about, it's about going on the journey without a map and adjusting and finding your way. And anybody who is an entrepreneur for more than a month will tell you that. Right. It's, it's reality. So you got to start. Right. You know? Right. You know, something you said a while back. That's I why think. these kids, dude, that's why every great entrepreneur has these stories of when they were a kid. You know, when you're, when you're six years old, seven years old, eight years old, and you're selling baseball cards like I did, or you're selling fucking lemonade, or you're selling light bulbs door to door. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing then, but guess what? I learned shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the, you have to have that almost that same mentality as an adult. You know what I mean? I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to do it. Right. You know, and that's okay. That's the way it's supposed to be. And that's why you hear great entrepreneurs. It's not the fact that they did all this shit and then they became this great entrepreneur. It's, it's the fact that they have that mentality mm-hmm. that allows them to do before they know. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not, it's, not re- it's not because they did all these things that they're successful. It's because they have that mentality of... I'm just going to fucking do it, and we're going to see what happens. Yeah. You see? <laughs> I think that's gold. Yeah. I, I love the statement, do before you know. It, well, it, it's so true. It is I mean, true. It's, it's a leap of faith. But really. a lot of people will look yeah. at you know, A lot of people look at people like myself or like Gary or like other successful entrepreneurs. But yeah, well, you're born with that shit because you were, born, you were a little kid and blah, 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 blah. And you had all this experience. You know what? It's not the experience that fucking made us who we were. It's the mentality of being okay at doing shit before we really knew what the fuck we were doing. And that's what you're born with. All right. And if you weren't born with it, you better learn it real quick. If you're going to be an entrepreneur. Right. What I started to say earlier is that you have said before, and I think this is really applicable to what we're talking about now. You have said before that if you go to somebody, let's say you're early on and you know, you're young or whatever, you're early on and you come up with, um, you, you present to somebody an idea for a product or a service or a business or whatever. Somebody who's a true entrepreneur and somebody who really has your best interest in mind is never going to say, well, that's not going to work or that would work. They're, going to, they're just going to ask you questions. Well, have you thought about this or have you thought about this? In the same way, I think, I think it's fair to say, and you would probably say, watch out for people who say to you, you don't know what you're do- doing because those people don't have your best interest in mind. And no true entrepreneur is, is going to say that. I can't imagine saying that to somebody. Yeah. You know, like... I mean, dude, you never know what is going to work or what isn't, isn't going to work because I believe that I believe that almost anything will work because of the nature of entrepreneurship and the way that you have to adjust along the way. You might come up with this idea for something, and it might sound ridiculous, but you might go out there and start executing on it and then work around the ridiculousness and it becomes a viable product and you might fucking sell it for a billion dollars. So 
you can't judge somebody's character or their idea based upon how stupid it sounds in the beginning. Because right. in the in the beginning, all ideas sound stupid. Right. You know, right. they're like, right. oh, this is this, this. You know, but a true entrepreneur is going to figure out how to make it work. Right. You know, and, and I get this question a lot: How do you know when to quit? Never. You never fucking quit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're always t- and, and let's say it fails. Let's say the market says no, or you run out of money, or this or that or that. That's not the end of it. The end of it is figuring it out. It's, it's sometimes you will figure out that an idea wasn't the best idea, but guess what? You're going to know that that idea plus anything else that relates to that for certain principles is not a good idea for you. Right. You see what I mean? Right. Not just that idea, but other things that the reasons that failed, you're going to learn how to recognize and avoid those. Does that make right. sense? Absolutely. And it goes along with something you've said before. And I'm actually not kidding when I say this. I think you've brought, you've brought up the issue of how many people thought the Snuggie was going to sell. I mean, nobody, nobody. At least one guy did, the yeah, guy right. that created it, right? right? I mean, and he's I, pretty happy right now. Yeah, I he's pretty happy. And and I think I think um, I don't know if it was you or Gary said this, but something like you know don't don't ask whether something's going to sell or something's going to work. Just make it work. I mean, just decide that it's going to be successful. You know, um, and don't limit yourself. That's really all it is. Yeah. No, I loved what you said earlier, and I think I think you know you got to get out of your own way. Yeah. You know, you've got to get out of your say. own way. That's it. You've got. You've got to you've got to be okay doing things before you know every single detail of how it's going to work. Mm-hmm. You know, you pick up the fucking phone, you make the calls, you send the emails, even when you feel unqualified. You know, even when you feel like you don't know. And guess what? You're going to find people who are going to help you know. You know, like not everybody out there is this mean, evil person who's going to say you're a fucking idiot. Right. You know, I can remember when we first started making our our protein powder, and I'd make I didn't know how to fucking who to call or what to do or. You know, and I'd be calling these companies, talking to them about labels and boxes and shipping and all this shit that I knew nothing about. But you know what? And, and, and at the time, I knew the product. That's all I knew. Mm-hmm. But, you know, these people were nice. They said, oh, Andy, well, this is how it works. You know what I mean? Let me show you how it works. I don't know how, you know, I don't know how to buy boxes because do they buy them by the dozen? Do they buy them by the hundred? Do you buy them by the pallet? Do you buy them by the pound? I don't fucking know. Right. But guess what? I call the company and say, hey, I want to order some boxes. And they say, okay, well, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what that means. Can you please explain it to me? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. That's all you got to do. Right. It, it, it's, it's that easy, man. And people just want, they're afraid to like not know. And that's, it's just all a combining like shit storm that keeps them where they are. And right? look at the flip side of it. If you, if you don't get out of your own way, you're just fucking staying the same. Right. Where are you going to be? Right. You know, and that's the thing is you've got to be willing to not know shit. Right. And still be doing it. Which and, takes humility. Right. People are going to say, oh, you know, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know how to do this. Well, have you emailed anybody? Have you called anybody? Well, no, because I don't know. Well, how the fuck do you think you're going to learn? You know, I get messages like that a lot. Like people are like, oh, I want to get into this business, but I don't know anything about it. And I don't know who to call. And I don't know. Well, pick up the fuck. Go to the Google. Right. All right. Go to the Google. Type some shit in and start making phone calls. And guess what? You're going to call a company. You know, you want to make a widget. You're going to call this company and you're going to say, your website says widgets. Oh, well, we don't actually make widgets. We make the boxes to ship the widgets in. But I can connect you with a company or three or four that makes widgets. That's how it works. Right. That's how, that's how business works. Right. You know what I mean? It's people help people. It's not, you know, if you're afraid to make those calls, man, first of all, you better not be. Second of all. Dude, people are going to help you. You know how many people I've had help me along the way because they were nice and they recognized I didn't know what the fuck I was doing? Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And guess what? Now I send them tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of business. Right. You know? So 
don't be afraid to make the phone call or send the email or sound like you don't know. Like you got to learn somehow. Yeah. You know, and just that's the difference between people who win and people who lose, I think, is that people who win are, are not afraid of not knowing. You know what I mean? And people who lose are people who are, have too much pride and they're not humble enough and they're afraid of looking stupid. Right. You know, fuck, right. I'll look stupid all day. Just send me a check in the mail every week. I'm fine with it. Right. And if people, works for me. If people are really scared, let me give you a pro tip as a writer. This is something I've discovered. Pro tip, this bringing is, out the young po- is, the young lingo. Listen this is to this, a, this shit. Is, this is a pro tip, dude. Pretty right? soon, pretty soon, Vaughn's gonna be like giving out all kinds of like. It's gonna be pro tip. What are the other sayings, Tyler, that you people use? Crunk. <laughs> Does anybody use crunk anymore? No, no one ever <laughs> used that. It's gonna be pro tip. It's gonna be uh, cloth talk. Vaughn's gonna have his cloth talk with his fucking preacher outfit on. Did he just self-proclaim him as a pro too? Yeah. No, pro tip. Yeah, pro tip. Pro tip. That's here, a, that's a new lingo. Here, here's the pro. Listen tip. to fucking young Vaughn over there. I know. There. I know. I, I would say cleanly shaved, but I still got, I've got a little little fuzz here on the head. But uh, I love it how he says cleanly shaved and he refers to his fucking head, not his face. <laughs> <laughs> That's because he hasn't rubbed enough pits on his face. That's true. No, I did that. Uh, didn't you guys? Anyway, no. I, I something I learned that's hilarious is that if you call people and your opening statement is, "Yeah, <clears throat> I'm a writer and I'm working on an article and I just want to know dot dot dot," it is crazy how open people want to be. I mean, they want to share every bit of knowledge they have. And if you say, "Well, I'm not really a writer," well, yeah, if you write, you're a writer. And if they say to you, "Well, what's this for?" Honestly, I've even learned if you just say, "Well, I'm going to shop it to different places," or if you just say. Well, I've just got a blog that I that people follow, and this is kind of a topic that I people love to share their knowledge. They really do, unless they're total losers. They love yeah, to. Yeah, you don't their have knowledge. to call and say I'm a writer. You just call and say, "Hey, I don't know what I'm doing." And people like to sit, like to like. They no, do, I like writer because it makes. I know, it, but what I'm little, saying is, if like you're listening man. here, if you're listening to this, don't call people and say, "Oh, I'm a writer, and I'm writing a fucking article." <laughs> you're going to sound stupid. You know, let's. For the young guy, let's practically give him what to say. Okay. Well, what you say? Ring, ring, ring. Phone answers. Hey, um, I'm interested in doing this. I'm a startup company. I really don't know what I'm doing. Uh, I saw this on your website. You know, can you help me point me in the right direction? People are going to say yes. You know why? Because of what you just said. People right. love to share their knowledge. Right. They love to say, oh, of course. You know, look, this is how, you know, and people like to like show what they know. Right. So, you, you know, don't be afraid. Absolutely. It's, it, Absolutely. You know, it's basic shit. And, and here's a follow-up uh, for anybody who's worried about getting rejection. is that I interviewed uh, Erica Sturdivant one time. She's Miss Missouri 2013. And we, I asked her about, you know, what do you tell guys who are afraid to talk, you know, go up to girls and, and ask them out? And, and what if they get rejected? And I love her, her quote. I'm going to cuss. Can I cuss? Is yeah. that okay? Uh, but I'm quoting. She said, well, if you approach a girl and you're a nice guy and she turns out to be a bitch – why would you want to ask her out anyway? So I would say in the same way, if you do approach somebody and you want you want knowledge and they're a total loser to you, then why why, why would you want to be associated with that person anyway? You right. wouldn't. They, but see, here's what happens. That's the right attitude. But what happens is, is people make those calls. They run into somebody who's rude and they make them feel stupid and they don't ever make another call. Right. You know what I mean? And that's. Do you think that's just getting older? Because I don't worry about that anymore. That doesn't bother me. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it probably is. But the reality of somebody who is starting, like that's listening to us, they're probably either A, younger, or B, have not had the confidence to start that business yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's who we're talking to. Yeah, that's probably true. So, you know, it's not an age thing. It's a confidence thing. Yeah. You know, and just realize that people 
most people are nice. Yeah. And you're going to have that one thing. Like, dude, we have this saying, we have this thing in our company called that one guy. All right. Because what will happen with a new sales guy is he'll be like, I called this one guy and he was a fucking asshole, blah, blah. And he'll, all his questions and concerns about how to sell people will be revolved around that one guy. Yeah. Right. So yeah. we have a, we have a thing here. Like if you mention that one guy, you can find a hundred bucks hmm. because that one guy is 1% of the night of the 100 that you're going to call. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So don't ask questions. Don't worry. Don't think about that one guy who treated you mean on the phone or was rude or wasn't helpful and make another fucking call. Right. You know, if you let that one guy stop you, you're not going to get very far. Yeah. I, I, I call that people who live based on the exception, not the rule. That's right. It's, it's, well, it's you're intelligent. Lot, We're lot, just dumb rednecks around yeah, here, exactly. so we say that one guy. <laughs> well, you know, different sources of wisdom. Yeah. Anyway, all right, so how are we going to wrap up here? Hey, man, make pick up the phone and fucking dial it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Send an email. That's your mission today. So send five emails. Send Make five phone calls and do that every fucking day. If you do that every day and you're wanting to start a business, you're going to be successful. If you sit at home and read and become this expert and try to accumulate all this knowledge of what to do, what not to do, and become basically somebody who knows everything but who's done nothing, nobody respects that. That's not respectable because no matter what your opinion is, ultimately what's going to come down to is what you did, not what you know. So you're going to go out and say, oh, well, you're supposed to blah, 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 blah. And you try to like, you know, back that up and you're living in your mom's basement, you know, eating fucking meatloaf, like we said, you know, nobody's going to respect what you have to say. You have to have done something, you know what I mean? Or be doing something. You know, theory is theory, reality is reality. And the reality of business is that you're going to get a million times further by doing shit even if you don't know than by trying to know everything before you start. Do it, work, 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 work.